Thank you for joining us and welcome to the Focusrite Pro Podcast. This is a monthly show where we dive into the cutting-edge technology behind professional audio products. My name is Dan Hughley and I'm the U.S. Marketing Manager for Focusrite and Focusrite Pro. Today we're coming to you live from the NAB show as part of our NAB series. On the show today, Focusrite Pro's Kurt Howell is joined by Scott Wynn of the Aspen Music Festival and Appalachian State University. They're going to be discussing using Focusrite Pro solutions for recording in an orchestra and then having to change over in less than 11 minutes to a rock band with no issues in the process, and they'll talk about a whole lot more. Let's get started. Scott, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Carl. Cool. So it's, you and I have known each other for now about four years, going back through all of the Austin, the uh, Aspen Music Festival events and training and stuff, and then now at Appalachia State. Yep. So uh, let's talk first about all the uh, Aspen Music Festival and what's coming up this year. Sure. And just how you've done things in the past. Sure. Uh, well, we're going back with the RedNet Focus Right in the Harris Concert Hall. And that is the primary location that we're using, Dante Rednet, although that we had that uh, complication at the Wheeler Opera House about two or three years ago mm-hmm. where another manufacturer's device didn't work anymore on Maddie. And so we uh, reached out to you guys and said we needed a solution, and you guys were nice enough to bring a D64R out to us, mm-hmm. um, ship that out, and we plugged it in, and everything just booted right up. We got a virtual sound awesome. card. Yeah. Um, so that worked out really well um, for us. The Harris Concert Hall is actually where we use most of the product, and um, we've been using the RedNet preamps primarily for all of the microphone systems. We do Mm -hmm. have a Neumann digital system in there as well, and that hits a D16R and then gets converted to Dante from there. So explain, um, for those that might not know, uh, kind of the the facility, you have all these kind of interns from all over the world apply, and then you you choose a staff, and then go through that whole process so they see the, the... the breadth of what's going on. The breadth on. of it, sure, absolutely. So uh, we have roughly about 100 applicants for, um, in previous years, we've had three positions. We had a senior recording engineer, we had a recording engineer, and we had assistants. Mm-hmm. And the assistants tend to be uh, individuals that are just out of uh, college programs or maybe just finishing up a college degree in audio engineering. Uh, the mid-level or just out of school, maybe they've got a job somewhere, maybe they're doing freelance work. Senior engineers tend to have five to 10 years of experience and we're trying to bring them right. in to bring uh, breath to the studio. This new year, we have, um, or this year coming up at least, uh, we've got Teresa Leonard, who's the new director of audio. She was previously at Banff, and she's uh, enacting a lot more of the things that she did correctly at Banff Mm -hmm. and trying to bring that to the festival. So um, this year, we're going to have a senior recording engineer position, a recording engineer position, and we're working on trying to hire just one more assistant that's going to be a floater that will help out in the office, help out on duplications, help out in uh, other aspects for the different productions. So that's sort of the team that we've pulled together this year. Uh, It's a little bit slimmer, a little bit more. But then those support the hundreds of musicians (laughs) that have applied to get in and play in this orchestra with all the concerts, right? Yeah, there's about a thousand musicians. uh, And uh, I want to say about a hundred faculty that perform on these concerts. 
We do roughly 250 events in eight weeks that we're recording, wow. live sound, broadcast. Uh, and that's where things have to work. Um, right. If you remember a couple of years ago, we did Mike Mills, uh, his rock band concerto with Robert McDuffie. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we started out the concert with the Chamber Symphony. No, you know, just the regular recording microphone situation. And then uh, we get a 15-minute break. We have to tear down the entire stage. We have to push the orchestra upstage. We have to bring a rock band on. We right. have to tune all the instruments. We're sliding pianos in, keyboards in. And then we had to mic uh, the symphony orchestra and the rock band and make sure that everything worked. And we had a PA system that had to fly. Wow. And uh, we called again back to you guys uh, to say, hey, we've got this nightmare. And we really need a solution that's going to be able to be set up in 15 minutes. And, you know, we got a couple of dress rehearsals with it. Uh, I believe there were two or three of them. Uh, and we were able to get it down to 11 minutes to go from symphony orchestra on stage, everybody moving off, everybody coming back in, everybody tuned, mics checked down the line, right. clicked everything out, and then go uh, and perform this concerto, which was the second time it has been performed in the United the, States. The cool thing about the staff you've hired is, is I constantly am running into ex- Aspen music people <laughs> around the nation who are in studios, mastering houses that go, oh, Kurt, I remember meeting you three years ago and blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. And so it's, it's, a, it's, it's a great program for these interns to get the experience and then get out in the real world. And Absolutely. It's something we, we, are, uh, we will continue to support because of all the, the basic things and it supports classical music, which is great. Well, that's great. We so, appreciate it. Well, cool. Well, let's talk about Appalachia State because oh, your sure. school facility has quite a lot of red net also. Not enough. Teaching. We need more. I agree. <laughs> As a sales guy, I think you need a lot more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. So tell us about your school. Um, so Appalachian State University, I got there about 12 years ago. It had a sort of a recording program, fledgling uh, aspect to it. It had one control room. It had maybe a lab, I think, at the time, and another control room that was a little dysfunctional at that time. So over the course of the 12 years, we've just been building the program. We're now at four control rooms. Uh, we're using Dante in three of them. Uh, four. We're using Dante and four of them now. Yeah. Uh, so all four of them have Dante. Uh, we're also um, working on an entire live sound component with that. And the, the original reason that I brought um, Focusrite and Dante into the studio area was actually the effects processors. Cool. We had um, a Lexicon 960LD, we had a TC Electronics System 6000, had a couple of spring reverbs, a couple of plate reverbs that we were using, some Eventide reverbs that, you know, they're really great, but when you just, you buy a $35,000 unit and you just stick it in one facility, right. the students all start gravitating to that facility. Sure, sure. Uh, and then people have favorites of the TC Electronics or the Lexicon. And so what we wanted to do was put them in the machine room and give access to both of them. And at the time we were running an all digital system, so we needed to do some sort of a sample rate conversion so that you could go into the TC, you could go into the lexicon at the sample rates that they would be most useful at, which is usually the single rate. You get the more engines on that, you get more IO with that. Uh -huh. uh, and so what we wanted to do was give it some way to convert that. So we, we got a couple of A16Rs in both of the control rooms. That way it's already analog by that point. We don't have to worry about sample rate conversion. Right. We dump it into the Dante through the A16R, and then they actually patch to like an AKG BX5. Yeah. Uh, they'll patch to the TC Electronics through D16. Yeah, a true awesome. digital patch bay. It's recallable. 
Um, and that allowed the, the facility to sort of grow where I could teach the sophomores and the freshmen, hey, this is how you route into Dante. Right. Uh, we were able to do, thanks to Audinate, doing the level one, level two, and now level three training online mm -hmm. for free. It's actually a test they take. So every student that's in their sophomore year is getting their level one and level that's two great. certification. Um, and then we, we expanded because it, it works so well. And if I can say anything about the product line uh, in its entirety, yeah. um, it's the thing that I keep going back to when I've, I've figured out this amazing thing that's going to teach the students this and that and all this great stuff. And then it doesn't work, but it's got to work. And I call yeah. you guys up and I say, what's the solution? And you tell me which product line is probably going to make the most sense for us. Uh, and um, we go out to you know a company and try to find a reseller for that cool. and bring it into the facility. And it works. Uh, I was talking to Matt uh, Pleskin a little bit earlier about uh, a situation we had with preamps in the recital hall just not working on two different manufacturers of remote-controlled preamps, which are very mm. well known. And uh, they just couldn't get the signal back to us. And so we bought a couple of these X2Ps that we're actually recording with yeah. today and uh, you know, plugged it in. I, I had spent about eight months trying to get this Matty solution to work. And I just dropped in the X2P, plugged in the microphones, dropped in virtual sound card. Everything worked. They had control of the preamps. Uh, I don't have a fan blowing in the outside. So it was just one of those great opportunities to actually use a product that works initially when you plug it in. I didn't have to worry about power. Right, I right. didn't have to worry about anything. That's awesome. That's a, well, I won't keep any longer. Thanks for doing the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. And we'll see you in a couple months in Aspen. That sounds great, Kurt. Sure. Have a great much. day. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for joining us for the Focusrite Pro podcast. This podcast is produced by me, Dan Hughley, with music by Simon Poulton. This show was recorded on location at the NAB Show. For more information on Focusrite Pro, please visit our website at www.pro.focusrite.com. Mm -hmm.